Hey everybody, welcome back to What's Up Cuz. I am your co-host Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we have another great episode for you this week. As always, you want to send us your questions, email us in at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. And as always, I got to ask, what's up cuz? How's the family? Family's great. Lot, lot going on this week. So um, I finally got my youngest son to go outside and do something that he loves. Okay. Yeah, he discovered boogie boarding. Oh, okay. That's not bad. It was so hard to get him on the beach because, you know, he's afraid of the crabs and, you know, the sea creatures. But I was like, listen, we got to go. We got to do something, you know. Mm -hmm. So I took him to the beach. The waves were perfect. We got him to boogie board. Now he's completely addicted. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to, like, body surf. I still can't do it. Yeah. The boogie board makes it so much it's easier. So much easier. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, it brings me back to my nine-year-old days. Oh yeah, because I used to do it all the time. So he's doing that, which I'm so happy because now we're going every day for a couple of hours, and I feel like it's getting him out, getting him exercising a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy about that. And then you got my 16-year-old son, who this is buddy, the first right? year, my son Buddy, yeah. that he could, you know, he's legal to drive a jet ski. Okay. And so he's been going out on his own after he comes home from work with my husband for a little bit and all of a sudden he's coming back with girls that have boats and other jet skis with girls the girls come on. back here yeah they come back here <laughs> and I'm like, okay what's going on here hi how are you nice to meet you just meeting them on the water yeah and uh you know they'll go swimming a little bit and then they'll get back on their jet ski and boat and go home go home I'm that's like, so fun okay. it's like a happy hour here happy hour yeah, jet yeah. Ski happy hour. exactly but you know what i'm glad they're coming here and you know i like yeah. to kind of see what my kids are into and what they're doing without being too much into their business if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah i'm I'm an observer i like to observe oh yeah well your house is similar to my house growing up that there were windows in every room and my mom's window would be right above the kitchen sink Uh that she could look right into the backyard yeah and anytime i was swimming in our pool with some friends Mm -hmm. or just playing in the backyard i'd always i'd always see her pop up every like five minutes just for that little peek you know yeah peek outside that right. i knew i'm like i know you can see us exactly you know but we had our privacy of like she's not listening exactly listen i don't ever want to be completely in my kids business i think they need their privacy too mm-hmm. i think that's part of growing up yeah. i just my thing is i just want everyone to be safe yeah and you know kids even though they don't think it's dangerous or doing something stupid they don't know they're still kids <laughs> and uh you know, as long as I could see and not be in their business, that's all I want. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, Buddy specifically, of all your kids, mm-hmm. I felt like was the most shy. That he would be the last person I'd be like, yeah, he's he's going on the water just to go talk to girls and try Let to invite some girls over. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you remember when Buddy was younger, right? Yeah. I mean, he really didn't speak to anybody. No one. Well, I don't so know quiet. what has happened in the last two years. He must have found his voice. Yeah. <laughs> because he is a social butterfly. Well, good for him. Yeah. Oh man, I'm like that's he's got some game. Oh yeah, he definitely does. He definitely does. He's, he's picking up older buddies. I know. <laughs> I was like, what are they talking about on a fishing trips? He's, he's giving him some tips. I know. I'm he's, like, listen. I, well, you know what? He better be giving him tips, healthy tips. Healthy tips. Healthy yeah. tips. Healthy because tips. these kids need to know, you know, a lot of things before they really go out into the world. Oh yeah, trust me. I've met I've met some men that I'm like. Where's your mother? Uh-huh. I want to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> or your dad. Someone. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> type of thing. Oh, man. Uh, you know what other trick my mom would do? Um, if I ever had friends in the basement. So we talk about, like, right now we could be outside hanging mm-hmm. out. It's the summer. But if I ever had friends in the basement, I have a younger sister, five years younger. 
my sister would just keep showing up with food downstairs <laughs> just like like one bowl of pop like just like oh mom told me to bring this down i'm like okay you know i had my little high school boyfriend she'd come down like 10 times that's so funny and eventually i just looked at her and i'm like tell mom she could just come down yeah you know it's funny you say that because i do that with marco oh yeah it's, and, it's a know, move and it's funny because when marco comes back up i'm like all right tell me everything <laughs> <laughs> exactly but you know exactly. there's days that you know he's like nothing ma you know he's on his brother's side and yeah. then there's days that you know i'll get bits and pieces yeah it's funny it's a that's a good italian mom move just keep making food and <laughs> sending it downstairs which my friends all loved coming over they're like oh man plate of brownies oh oh yeah. sandwiches oh okay thank you mrs spiro <laughs> yeah. like, there's always food at the Velastros. Yeah, that i can guarantee <laughs> i know right easy, easy way to check in if any parents are listening so uh we got a couple of emails today um actually i want to get into this one first because it's similar to what we were just talking about um again you guys want to email us it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com all right so this one called too young to date okay let's hear it all right dear cuz love the podcast and i listen with my wife while in the car when we run errands together and find ourselves discussing all the children related questions it's hard to stay on the same page we have a little bit of a disagreement you might be able to help with our daughter is 15 and has been talking to a boy from school i could tell she has a big crush on him she asked us if she can go over to his house to quote hang out with him and my wife thinks it's okay but I think she's too young to date. My wife and daughter both say it's technically not a date, but isn't this how 15 year olds date even before COVID? Even if it isn't a date, I can tell she likes him and I don't want her hanging out one-on-one -on -one with boys just yet. Am I being too overbearing? I know your kids are around the same age. Are they allowed to date? How do you go about them hanging out with the opposite sex, especially when you can tell it's more than friends? Mm. All right. Well, it's you know what? Here. There's a lot there, but it's a great question because, yes, I am in the mix of it right now. Oh, yeah. And the one thing I could tell you and put it this way, the best advice I could give, especially to those people that have younger children than 15, is talk, talk, talk to your children mm -hmm. from a young age. And I know there's going to be subjects that you're going to cringe to mm -hmm. want to talk about. <laughs> oh, but yeah. the best thing you could do is blurt it out. Mm -hmm. Make your child feel comfortable talking to you. Mm -hmm. So when you do bring up the subject, don't bring it up in a way that you, the child could tell that you're embarrassed to talk about it. Because then that's going to make your child embarrassed to talk about it. So I could tell you this, that my daughter and my boys have since, since what is the age? I think it's fifth grade or sixth grade that the school the does school, the sex talk. Well, the school I know shows you your side. Like I remember watching the woman video and mm -hmm. it was like fifth grade. Like they separate boys and girls and we would just watch the woman video about like you get your period. Yeah. These things are going to happen. You're going to grow hair. And that I remember being uncomfortable. But then it's like, yeah, like the next year or the year after middle school, I think. Yeah, I think it was so that's fifth like to sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Going into that. That's when I gave my three older kids the sex talk. Mm -hmm. And again, was it an embarrassing subject? Of course it was. Yeah. And did, <laughs> did like my, my one child was more wanting to hear more interested about it than the other one was more embarrassed about it. Yeah. They have yeah. different personalities, mm -hmm. but going back to this question, if you talk to your kids from a young age, dating should, it's going to come natural to them to talk to you about. So, okay. So we're talking about a 15 year old here. Do I think she's too young to date? No. 
I mean, it's high school, right? It's high school. I think that was my first boyfriend. I wasn't, I remember I invited him to my sweet 16, but we weren't dating at the time. So it was like 15. Yeah. And and again, if you say no to them, I hate to tell you, they're going (laughs) to do it anyway. Yeah. They're going to find a way. Oh, yeah. And if they have to sneak around it, that's when they're going to want to do things that maybe they're not ready to do yet because, Mm -hmm. oh, I got to sneak it. This is my only opportunity. Where I feel that if you have an open relationship with your child and remember, there's different stages at 15. I believe that, yes, you can date, but there's also rules and regulations that go with a 15 year old dating. If anything, it's almost better for parents because they can't drive. Exactly. You know exactly where they are. You're like, I brought you to his house and his parents are home. And they bring you to our house and we're home. Yes. And at 15, I would let my daughter date and go to his house. But at the same time. I want to make sure there's an adult there. Yeah, that was my parents' big thing. You They'd know, always be like, and are their parents going to be home? Exactly. Even a girlfriend. If I exactly. just wanted to go to my girlfriend's house. They're like, is there an adult there? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And again, even if, you know, just the thought of having an adult there, they're probably going to be in the basement or whatever. And again, things happen, mm-hmm. but a lot more things can happen if there's no adults there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And... If you have an open relationship with your child and you teach them from a young age to respect themselves Mm -hmm. and trust me when I tell you that stuff sticks in their head. Yeah. And I'm not going to say things won't happen, but maybe it'll happen at the right pace Mm -hmm. than at the fast pace. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's one of those, my parents weren't this cool level of sex up here, but I had friends that had parents that, you know, basically were like, listen, you're going to hit an age that you want to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer you tell me and we make sure we're safe about it. Exactly. And you're comfortable. And exactly. It's the thing they're like, I'd rather know. Yeah. And because my, you know, a lot of parents, Mrs. My mom would say to me, like, just my parents didn't really talk to me about sex. Really mm-hmm. wasn't detail. I was just told no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And so she was very like open with me of just, I got an official sex talk. And she, they, my parents would always throw in like, you can talk to us about anything. Like, we're not going to judge you. We love you no matter what the problem is. Like, even if you're scared, you think you're going to be in trouble. It's like, we want to make sure you're okay. Exactly. No matter what it is. And especially a dad emailing this in. I'm like, I think a dad, their brain is jumping to basically sex. He's like, you want to hang out with this boy and sex. And I'm like, 15. I remember 15, like, how exciting it was to, like, hold hands with a boy and kiss a boy. And it's usually more innocent, but... You know, I guess you never know. Back then. I could tell you <laughs> stories that I hear now. All right, maybe not anymore. <laughs> are very different. Um, again, I have kids in that age group. So for me, it's very important for, for them to know the reality of life. And True. and I could, I could talk to them blue in the face mm-hmm. and they're going to do whatever they want to do. But I could tell you if they have your little voice in their head, yeah. it's something. I can guarantee you that some things do stick. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I always tell my children, boy and girl, is you always remember who the class, I, I don't even know, if, do they use the word slut anymore? <laughs> uh, yeah, something. of uh, the, the person that gets with everybody. Yes. Both boys and girls. Boy, boys and girls. Because I've had yeah, like exactly. a guy ask a friend out and she's like, he hooks up with everybody. Exactly. Like, and why you, do I want him? And yeah. you never lose that. I hate to say it. You kind of never lose that that reputation. Yeah. Especially high schools are small. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. I remember just being in high school, 
there were people I wasn't close friends with, mm -hmm. but I would know when they hooked up with someone because mm -hmm. everybody whispers. Yeah. And I was like, I, I just, that terrified me. I was like, oh, everybody knows everybody's business here. I'm like, exactly. I don't want to do anything with And, and that's what here. I tell my kids. I'm like, you want people talking about you? Because, yeah, right. you know, it's a very uncomfortable situation. And, you know, just remember that. And I tell them all the time, you are going to meet the person. You are going to, you know, have your first love or whatever. And that's okay. That's all natural. Yeah. But it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So you got to just think before you act. Yeah. And it's also, there's an emotional maturity to it mm -hmm. of like, you know, we just said like, okay, if you, you know, hooked up with someone and then everyone knew about it at a young age, that's embarrassing in some yeah. way. Cause you're just like, like you said, it's your first love or it's your first mm -hmm. time, whatever it is. But like, like now me as an adult, I'm like, yeah, if I am dating somebody that happens, we hit that point. And like my friends know, I'm not embarrassed. I'm like, I'm 29. Yeah, exactly. This, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, that's okay. I have no shame around sex. But it's like, yeah, when you're young, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's very young. It's very hard. And and again, a normal 15-year-old, or, or I shouldn't say a normal 15-year-old, a 15-year-old in general, because, you know, kids mature at different stages. Yeah. There's no right and wrong or right time to do anything. But if a 15-year-old is interested in a boy or a girl, you know, depends on if you're male female whatever you like it's only natural to you know have a crush on someone and mm -hmm. and want to kiss someone i mean yeah it, it goes exactly. with the territory of being human right i feel like for this dad maybe the first time she hangs out if you okay it which we think you should uh have them come to your house then yeah maybe that would make you feel better exactly and you know that also i guess maybe is a test like hey does this guy like your daughter yeah. you know if he's just like no 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 i just want you to come over here at my convenience i'd be like i'd tell her that's a sign a guy doesn't really like you. Exactly. He's not going to put a little work in, right? A yeah. little effort, like we talked yeah. last episode. So, I mean, I, I hope it goes all right. I, you know, I know it's hard for dads. It's Listen, very hard dad, for dads. <laughs> bite <laughs> the bullet, dad. Bite the bullet. It's right? going to be okay. I was, yeah. I was, I, I was thinking when I read that question, I was like, has Sophia been like asked to hang out with the boy and was Buddy okay? Yeah, or did no, it take him a minute was, to warm up to it? She was asked and... My husband, I have to say, him and I are on the same page with this. And uh, he also feels that talk, talk, talk to your kids. Mm -hmm. And and what they're doing is what every, you know, every kid their age is probably doing. And, you know, again, it goes to how you raise your children. If you instill values in them, then you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. That's how that's how we feel. Now, again, can we be wrong? Yeah. I mean, nothing's perfect in life. Yeah. No kids are perfect. No kids are perfect. <laughs> you know? And as long as they know that they're going to screw up, everybody does. Mm -hmm. If they could come to you and talk about it, that's the most important thing. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe it helped that Buddy had older sisters. Yeah. You know, maybe it yeah. did. But <laughs> because it's, yeah. you know, and you, it's like Buddy's the boss. Exactly. I was sitting there being like, oh, man, that might be very yeah. intimidating for yeah. any guy. <laughs> and maybe this dad actually, maybe it'll mean more to his daughter if he sits with her and has an open conversation mm -hmm. with her. Yeah. Maybe that'll make him feel comfortable, too. Okay, I got this off my chest. Mm -hmm. I want a relationship with my daughter. And. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, good luck to you guys and anybody else going through that. We all, everybody does at some point. So. Oh yeah. Thank you all for tuning into the podcast. Just for listening, we're giving you ten percent off your order from CarlosBakery.com. The bakery is now shipping nationwide. You can get cakes, cannolis, lobster tails, you name it. Perhaps surprise someone for their birthday with a little treat. Visit our website and enter promo code CUS10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. 
That's promo code CUZ10. Again, that's promo code CUZ10 at carlosbakery.com. Order something for yourself, maybe a little birthday treat for someone you love from carlosbakery.com. All right, we got another email here. Uh, guys, if you want to email in again, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. All right, COVID Bride. Dear Cuz, COVID Bride here. Like so many others, my fiance and I decided to postpone our wedding from September 2020 to August 2021. We're going to do a virtual civil, civil ceremony through the DC courthouse on our rescheduled date. So next year's celebration will be on our one year anniversary. That's cute. That's sweet. Yeah. All right. We agreed to save all the pomp and circumstance, vows, dresses, suits, etc., reception for next year. But in the last month, I've started losing interest in all of that and would just rather do the civil ceremony and call it a day. Having a one-year anniversary celebration just seems silly to me, and all the money we're spending could be towards something else, like a house. I brought this up to my fiancé, who was visibly upset and was still so excited for the party next year. I know it means a lot to him and my mom, so I will probably cave and agree to still do it. But August 2021 feels like a long time from now. Any advice on how to stay excited for something I've lost interest in doing? Does anyone have suggestions for how to make next year not feel like a staged wedding to me? Maybe my mind will change in a year. Thanks for the help. Love the podcast. All right. Handful of questions here. Handful of questions. This is interesting because usually women are the one that's like, I want the wedding. Yeah. You know, I want the party. I want the wedding. It's my day. So this is, this is an interesting kind of flip of the gender roles, but. Absolutely. So I don't know. This is what I think. I think that, um, we can't foresee certain circumstances. Yeah. You know, um, when Buddy and I got married, believe it or not, it was the month after September 11th. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that is like 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 Jeez. years ago. And so we had this, when I tell you, lavish honeymoon that we were going to go on. And remember, I was I was young. I was um, 21 years old when I got married. <laughs> and I came from a really strict Italian family. Mm-hmm. So we weren't allowed to travel by ourselves before marriage. We weren't allowed to do a lot of things that, you know, in 20 years, how the world has revolved. Mm-hmm. So my honeymoon was like my like I'm getting married and I I can make decisions for myself now. Mm -hmm. So our honeymoon was like, wow, I'm going away for like two weeks with my husband to Hawaii. We were supposed to go to Hawaii. I was going to say, is that that's the first time you've been away on a trip with a boyfriend or anybody you're dating? Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's just most people. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so excited, but then, you know, unfortunately, September 11th happened and, um, you know, we were, we were afraid to travel. Mm -hmm. We canceled our honeymoon and we never really got that memory back. You know, we, we didn't end up going anywhere, but again, life circumstances happen and you can't control them, which brings me to COVID. COVID, no one could have changed. It, it happened. It's it's something that who would have thought would have ever happened. Yeah. So still happening. <laughs> still happening. Exactly. Yeah. So I get her point. I get it that 
you know, you spend so much time planning for a wedding and and you look forward for this date and, and now you have to cancel and reschedule. And I feel horrible for all the brides and grooms that this yeah. happened to. Horrible. And the families and, the, you know. Exactly. It sucks. Especially sucks. I've been to a lot of weddings. So if my wedding was this year, it'd be yeah. like, of course. You yeah. feel like, of course, it was my time. Exactly. And finally, all my friends were going to come to my wedding. Yeah. And, you know, and then it just sucks. Yeah. And I get it. I totally get it. And again, it sucks. <laughs> I don't have my honeymoon pictures. These brides had to reschedule their weddings. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't even end up doing weddings from what I hear. But going back to this question, I get her point too. You are going to have your ceremony in a different way. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a memory. Um, yeah. You know, Let's take pictures of that. Let's start an album with that. So 20 years from now, say, we got married during COVID. And, and this is, it, it's about the marriage of two people mm-hmm. whether you do a party or not to me yes is the party fun of course it is but we're going to deal with the circumstances that we're facing and we're going to make the best of it yeah so kudos to her if she's going to give in and keep the wedding for next year but i also understand the fact that she's going to get married mm-hmm. in a different way and then it's done it's over with a lot happens in a year yeah also the wedding day is fast that's what everybody oh, yeah. says, it's especially for the bride and the groom. My, yeah. my mom's go-to move at a wedding is she goes around the, like, if there's cocktail hour mm-hmm. and she makes a plate for the bride mm-hmm. and for the groom. And because a lot of times, you know, they do their grand, just walk in yeah. and my mom, I see yeah. her sneak over the table. She goes, I don't know if you got cocktail hour. Here's <laughs> the food. She goes, I didn't get to enjoy it at my wedding. And it's like, that's all she remembers. Yeah. It's like, I didn't even get to try all these hors d'oeuvres that we picked and you know, whatnot. Exactly. So it's like the day goes by fast. Um, but what I would suggest, honestly, and it's funny because, you know, my husband and I had our vow renewal at 10 years mm-hmm. and, you know, we did a big trip then with the family. Okay. What I would suggest is you know talk to mom and and the fiance and say how about we compromise and you know we're gonna get married and it's gonna be great and we're gonna have this photo album of quarantine marriage (laughs) which you know it'll kind of be you know i think somewhat maybe funny well i shouldn't say funny no because a lot has happened it'll be a memory in in 10 years from now 20 years from now but then 10 years from now i would plan for a vow renewal yeah, you could do and that. And have the big party then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she makes a valid point on the house thing. I think that's yeah. what a lot of people are discovering right now as much as they're sad that they can't have the wedding they wanted. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden after their ceremony, they're like, oh, now we have, you know, the rest of the money towards a down payment or whatever it is. You yeah. Because you're still getting gifts from people mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So Exactly. I mean, one thing she says, though, how, how to stay excited something you've lost interest. So if she does go through with this yeah. party next year, I'm sure... We've all had this, right? Where you say yes to going to something. It could be something small. It could be something big. A big party or small. And then the day comes and you don't really want to go. <laughs> and you're not in the mood, right? I know you guys have to go to a lot of events, stuff like that. Is there anything you do to kind of get yourself maybe a little pumped up or a little excited? I guess what I do is I do it for my partner to make you know him happy and to make it like, there's been a lot of events that my husband and I are like, oh, God, great. We got to go, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. But Every then, couple has that. Yeah. Everything. But then we flip it and say, you know what? It's date night. Because if we didn't have to go to this event, we'd probably be, you know, at home, you know, or working or doing something that is mm-hmm. not with him and I. Right. So take it, take a negative and turn it into a positive and make the best of the day. And know that you're making your fiance, your husband now, and, and your mom happy. Yeah. And, and it's a memory that 
they'll cherish. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know how you'll feel in a year. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people that you haven't seen that were going to come to your wedding that you still won't see for that year. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, focus on that. Like, look, there's going to be a bunch of friends from college you mm-hmm. haven't seen in a long time or childhood yeah. or even cousins that live out of state, whatever it is. So I think y- I like what you said. Fix something that's like either I'm doing this to make this person happy, which often does make you feel good. Yeah. Right. Whether it's your mom, your husband. And also you're going to you're going to see people you haven't seen. And I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. So, yep. But good luck. We feel for you. And um, thank you so much for emailing in. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Um, As always, guys, if you could leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast. It helps us out, helps us climb those iTunes charts. And uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram at LisaVelastro4, and I'm at Sparica. And reminder, use your promo code at CarlosBakery.com. It expires October 1st. So make sure you use that for something. Order a cake, order some pastries. It's Cuz10, promo code Cuz10 for 10% off at CarlosBakery.com. Anything else? And that's it. See you later, guys. Till next time. See you next week. Bye.